Are you ready for the word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, God has opened doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve things that otherwise would have never been acquired or achieved by us. But it's important to understand that open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't do what we need to do to walk through, for whatever reason Satan convinces me and you, will never receive or achieve what God has for me and you. That's why it's so very important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you so that we can step into all the awesome things that our awesome God has waiting for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Matthew chapter 15, verse 7. Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. He said, In vain do they worship me. Why is that? Because the doctrines of men render the word of God of none effect in the midst of your life, which means that it's going to be fruitless and empty. You're about to end all fruitless and empty actions that many of us have learned over the years as to what it is that needs to be done in order for you to be blessed, which will cause you to then turn around and violate the word of God in other areas that you haven't even recognized. We're about to get rid of, I'm going to do it this way. We're going to get rid of a lot of old jacked up teaching that we've been taught, that we've been ordering our existence according to and not receiving what God has in store for us. Because see, remember I said a little while ago that this yoke that was worn would produce something for the person who's wearing it as well as their master. Well, see what they produced with their yoke that they were already wearing was nothing. Nothing that they wanted. And a lot of us have been wearing yokes that haven't been producing anything either. Stay quiet right now so don't nobody know, you know. A lot of us have been wearing yokes that ain't been producing nothing either. Nothing that you want. None of the promises that you labor so hard to receive. Year after year, you're still waiting for these promises to be able to come through. None of the benefits that you've heard are available to you. None of them. None of the results that you need happening in your life right now. None of them. God says, no, see, how about this? Nothing that God wants. Not only is it nothing that you want, we're, lab- we're supposed to be laboring with God. God doesn't want this stuff to be able to happen in our life. See, God wants you to be prosperous and be in health. He wants you as his servant to be prospering because there's a lot of stuff he needs done. So he wants you to prosper because he delights in the prosperity of his servant, that you fulfill the calling that he has for your life. But most of us can't fulfill the calling that we have in our life because we're too busy laboring in order to just to be able to make sure that we get ends to meet rather than to be able to go and meet other people's needs like God designed us to do. 
And, it's, and, and watch this now. It prospers nothing for you, nothing for God, but everything for Satan. And Satan's, it's proper to him because, see, we walking around all tired looking. See, our countenance is supposed to be bright and shiny and not from Vaseline and, and oil, but it's supposed to be bright and shiny from the presence of God being all over us and the excitement of God being all over us. Come on now, y'all been around saints that love God at the moment? They just like walking around all bubbly, grinning all the time and stuff like that. Come on now. They be in love. They be all in love. You see them and they just make you feel better. You just say, hey, man. You just see people and they just, but you've been around the saints that stuff has been jacked up in their life too. <laughs> Ask me how I'm doing. Blessed the Lord and highly favored. Blessed going in, blessed coming out, blessing the best. You know, you know. <sighs> you, ever, you know, how many of y'all been around blowing saints? As soon as you talk to them, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. What happened to you? Am I the only one see stuff like this? You ever see stuff like this? They all in choirs, not ours. Praise God. They all in all in choirs. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say again I say rejoice. And the Lord always <laughs> and again. You'd be, looking, you'd be like, if you're singing Rejoice, somebody ought to tell your face. <laughs> always <laughs> celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> it's like, dang. We supposed to have a life of God all in, inside of us? He's supposed to be quickening our mortal bodies? We walk around telling everybody we Christian. Don't get mad. We walk around telling everybody we Christian, but people have to stay away from you for the first two hours of work. Till you get yourself together. <laughs> it's good teaching. God said, I want to rejuvenate you. Get you alive again. Done. God's, and, 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 and let me say, what else do, does it produce for Satan? Not only the folk tired, unfulfilled, anxious, fearful, and broke, but your witness of the greatness of God is non-existent and without evidence in your life. We're talking about our God is great, and they got no evidence in our life. Our God provides our every need. Loan me fifty dollars. <laughs> Nothing wrong with asking your brother or sister to loan you fifty dollars all the time. But every once in a while, I pay one of them back. <laughs> How about this, that we lose heart and faint? You know, I mean, come on, now you know folks, if we could just get together all the folk that done fainted up in this church, you couldn't fit everybody in. Lose heart and faint. Oh. Every time they open up another bill, oh. fall all apart, get a doctor report. Doctor said, I'd like to see you. Oh, they was trying to offer you a job. You're like, oh. What is they going to say? What are they going to do? Uh-oh. Y'all don't, I mean, forget Pac-Man. Ooh. It's like somebody walking with a, with, a, with a nine millimeter and blow a balloon wide open. Pow! Just destroy it. God said, I want all this to come to the end. How do we do that? By taking his yoke upon us. Everybody say his yoke. See, see when it takes upon his yoke, then you'll produce everything that God wants you to produce. 
God wants us to produce. Everybody say produce. He wants you to produce everything you want, everything that he wants, and nothing that Satan wants. Everything you want, all your promises received, all your benefits received, everything that you're needing happening in your life is happening right now. No more one day, someday in the sweet by and by. Not one day I'm going to be able to be able to buy people this and one day I'm going to be able to do this. God said, how about now? Now is the time for us to step into the things that God has in store for us. Yes, it is. Now is the time. And everything that God wants. God wants you to prosper and be in health. He said, I delight in the prosperity of my servant, that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. Let's give God a chance to be able to wish for something else. Amen. Let's give him a chance to say, well, okay, now I got the first two things I wanted. Let me go to the next two things I wanted. And I still stay, stay stuck on those for us. And that we fulfill the calling that he has for our lives. There's a whole world that's waiting on us to step up and be who God wanted us to be. And nothing that Satan wanted. You know, that you're walking strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. See, God doesn't want you, I mean, Satan doesn't want you walking strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Why? Because it gives you a great witness to everybody else around you. That God is strong and that you can receive everything that God has in store for you despite what Satan comes blowing up against you. But in order to do that, you got to take his yoke upon him and learn of him. See, the learning of Jesus that Jesus invites us to do includes learning of the dominion that he exercises, learning of the nature that he possesses, and learning of the knowledge which only he can impart to us. The dominion that he exercises. God wants to return you back to better than pre-Adamic stage that you walk in the dominion that God intended you to walk in from the beginning. No longer being dominated by circumstances and situations, but you get a chance to be the you that God made you to be. That you walk around with the nature that he he possesses. God's nature can be found in in, in Galatians chapter 5, around verse 22 in no no other place, where it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, and all the manifestations of that fruit, love. God wants us operating in that all the days of our lives. And, and, And he also wants us to be able to receive the knowledge which only he can impart the knowledge that only he can impart. And if we do that, go back to Matthew chapter 11, then this is what will have opportunity to happen to us. Take upon his yoke and see what happens. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verse 29 said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of spirit, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Why is that? For my yoke, not the one that you've been yoked up with, but the one I want to yoke you up with. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That word easy right there means pleasant. He said, my yoke is pleasant. Doing what God says to do is not hard and difficult. Doing what God has to say is not an unpleasant life. It is pleasant. It's good to live without strife and confusion. It's good to wake up in the morning and don't have to worry about what's going to happen and how's it going to happen and if it's going to happen and when it's going to happen. No, God wants to invite us into an easy life. Everybody say easy life. Think of the difference between technically Sunday and Monday. Think of the difference technically between Sunday and Monday, assuming that Monday means go to work. Praise God. You know, that's what a lot of people, there's more work on Sunday than there is on Monday. But meaning Sunday, Monday means go to work. You know, think about it. You know, you know, it's a much more difficult day on Monday 
normally in most people's lives to be able to get up, go to work, all the different things that it takes to be able to do that and deal with work and getting yourself adjusted to it and all that other kind of stuff, putting up with folk you don't need to be putting up with and being bothered with you. You know, to the point you come home at the end of the day, just whoa, out. Anybody can feel me up in here. But what's supposed to happen on Sunday, technically speaking, it's supposed to be a day of excitement, of exhilaration, of, of being thrilled, of, uh, of being filled with the word of God, getting an opportunity to worship God and give him glory and honor and praise for the wonderful week that he's already provided us and the week that's coming. We supposed, This is supposed to be a time where you're supposed to be thrilled and excited, where you get a chance to be in the house of God and just be around the people of God, folk that you can relate to and who can relate to you. Somebody, I got a three, four amens up in here. Some of y'all look like this revelation, praise God. Where it's supposed to be a time of excitement. You know, I can't wait to get up in the house of God, praise God. About to run down the people in the parking lot, man, get out the way. I need to park and get up in the house of God and be all excited when you get out your car. Hey, what's happening? How you doing? Praise God. Yo, what's up? Come on in the house of God. Hey, sister, hey, brother, hey. Be up in here, and, and, and by the time the person get ready to stand up and come in here and say, you know, everybody raise to your feet, they look out and see you already on your feet. Why? Because this is the house of God. I'm up here shouting and giving praise. Plus that, I've been here week after week after week. I already know what's coming up next. Why do they need to always tell me to stand to my feet and and... You know, hey, man, praise God. Why? Because I know what's about to happen. This is the time we get to praise God. Woo, I wonder what song we're singing that day. Praise God. Can't wait for offering time. Be like, Lord, I got, here's an opportunity I can give to be able to reward God and give God back some of what he gave me so he can be a, we can be a blessing to some more people. Fine, why? God, I got, God's been good to me. Hey, I got an offering because God's been good to me. God came through for me. God came. God, I got I even found a penny out in the parking lot, and I done cut it up in 10 pieces. <laughs> and I included one of them pieces up in there, too. Glory to God. <laughs> I just can't wait to do something. Where's the word? I can't wait to have a word. That's exciting. That's what's supposed to be happening on Sundays. But for a lot of people, praise God is the message over. <laughs> praise God. How long are you going to preach? How long are you going to teach? Two services. Oh, my God. Why don't one of y'all talk to pastor? <laughs> Whoa. But God wants us to be able to enter into a pleasant life. Let me turn to Acts chapter 2. Let me show you some of, this, some of the stuff that happens when you uh, 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 learn of God and find out who he is, draw closer to him. See, God wants to yoke you up with him. He wants you to unhook from the stuff that we was previously doing and hook up with him and what he's about. And see, when you hook back up with something, that puts that other animal or that other person that you hooked up with right next to you, which means you technically step into their presence. And from that point forward, all of your efforts will be done in their presence. God wants you to hook up with Jesus so that you will be in and remain in his presence. And all of your efforts from that point forward will be done in the presence of God. Because in the presence of God is fullness of joy. In the presence of God are all the blessings forevermore. In the presence of God, everything gets real easy because God's going to be the one that ends up doing all the work for you. You're just going along for the ride. Acts chapter 2, verse 21. It says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, 
as you yourselves also know. See, whenever God's in the midst of you, these are the things that's going to start happening around you. Miracles and wonders and signs. Get ready for miracles and wonders and signs to just happen and keep on happening all around you because, see, that's what happened when he was in the midst of them. Now, Jesus was in one place at one time at that time, but by way of the Holy Spirit, he can be in all of us at all times. And if we lock up with him and begin to start walking with him, then miracles and signs of wonders never have to leave you because he will not leave the midst of you. He said, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God have raised up having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. See, Jesus couldn't even be held by death. No matter what death had attached itself to him, it could not hold him down. But see, when you get locked up together with God by way of Jesus Christ, by learning of him and and being yoked together with him, then any pains of death that are holding you are going to have to let you loose. Death shows itself in so many different ways. It can show itself in poverty. It can show itself in despair. It can show itself with you being worrying so much that you be losing your hair. But at the same time, it's got to let you go once you lock in with him the way he wants you to lock in with him. For David speaketh concerning him. I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be removed. Look at it. David recognized that he saw the Lord's face always and that he was on his right hand and he should not be moved. Is that why he wouldn't move when he saw uh, Goliath in the midst of that situation, fronting, talking about how he was going to take him out and feed his body to the, to the, to the birds, how, how that did not bother David whatsoever. But he went to the waters and picked up five smooth stones, put one of them in his sling and slapped that, 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 that devil, that, that, that giant upside his head and knocked him down and cut off his head so he wouldn't bother him from that point forward. Yeah, because he knew that God, I'm at God's right hand. And because I'm at the right hand of God and he's never going to move and I'm going to be with him always and I'm beholding his face always, I know exactly who he is and I know exactly whose I am. I know exactly what it is that he can do to me, which is nothing. And I know exactly what I'm going to do with him and cut his head off. Well, see, you're going to get that level of boldness operating in your life when you have him walking with you all the days of your life, too. That whether it be a bear or a lion that's trying to take anything from you, there's a boldness that's going to rise up on the inside of you, a righteous indignation that'll say, oh, no, not me, because I'm part of God's nation. Are you listening to me? To the point that you'll be able to recognize that God's right there with me. And see, since he's beholding him right in his face all the time, and once while them oxen would turn around and look at one another, you know, they're like, yeah, man, yeah, let's get that, yeah, let's get that. And you'll be able to turn and look at the Lord and be able to see him right before your face right here and be like, yeah, and God will be telling you, yeah, let's go take this. Yeah, let's go have this. Let's go be this. Let's go take that city. Let's go take this neighborhood. Let's go take that stuff. Let's go get that business. Let's go. Let's go. They're like, yeah, now, you know, and then get to going. Are you listening to me? It's time to get to going. Go where I got. And see them folk that were the, 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 in, 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 in the army of the Lord who did not see God's face like they saw that, but they saw Saul and all the rest of the other soldiers. Remember, they was hiding in the bushes. It's time for us to come out them bushes, y'all. Hey, man, Adam started it, and everybody been doing it ever since. Are you listening to me? Hiding in the bushes instead of handling business like we're supposed to be handling business. Supposed to grab that serpent up by his head and throw him up by his head. Man, fool, quit talking to my wife. Hey, man, blessed be the name of the Lord. We about to grab up some serpents. Verse 24. 
whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden. For David speaketh concerning him. I foresaw the Lord always. Behold my face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice. Look what happens. And my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. Why? Because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. See, you'll get a mentality in such a way where you have a deliverance mentality, a deliverance mentality, that no matter what circumstance you in, you know you coming out up out of it. Because you know that the God that you hooked up with loves you too much to leave your soul in hell. I ain't going to be living this hell. Come on up in here. It's time for us to realize, hey, this life I'm living, this is a lie. I ain't, I ain't living this no more. All this foolishness going on, I ain't dealing with this no more. It's time for foolishness to come to an end. But that'll happen when you get yoked up with him like that. Yes, it will. It'll happen when you get yoked up with him like that. We read three different things that, it, that, that it'll happen. I don't want to breeze past those too, fat, too fast. One of the things, well, actually two things that he said would happen. One of them was that, well, three. One of them was that the, your heart would rejoice. Then I get a chance to have your heart to rejoice. See, out of the heart flows the issues of life. A lot of our hearts are filled up with disappointment, filled up with discouragement, filled up with like, why, why bother? Filled up, probably none of y'all because y'all here, but there's a lot of folk that ain't here that you're going to make sure that you tell them that when you talk to them. Don't let them know, oh, no, no, you, you know, I know your heart's been filled with disappointment, but now is your time. Come on, come on. Come on, hook up with me while, I, while we hook up with the Lord. He said, your mouth will be glad. Tongue will be glad. See, the rejoicing heart overflows into your mouth because out of, out of the abundance of the heart does the mouth speak. And see, remember there's a miracle in your mouth? Yes. See, what's been happening is that we've been speaking the discouragement. I know when we're around saints, we act like we're talking in faith. But normally, we're normal, walking around speaking the discouragement. You know how we do. We, you know, we get around the saints. We know how to clean it up a little bit, you know. But in the rest of, rest of the time that we're not around the saints, we get the chance to speak the real thing. I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't think it can happen. I really, I don't know. It's, you know, I, 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 yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But no, no, I don't, no. I think I'll just go ahead and, you know, just keep having what I'm having. You know, hey, you know, I'm, it's okay. You know, life's good, you know. Y'all seen this, right? Y'all feeling me. Y'all, y'all feeling me. <laughs> to come to it. It's because they heart filled with discouragement. And that's why folks just want to give up. But see, God says, I want your heart to rejoice. Your mouth is then going to be filled with gladness. And once your mouth gets filled with gladness, next thing happens is your flesh is going to rest. Your flesh going to rest. Everybody say, come on, flesh, let's rest. See, a glad, a glad mouth will cause your flesh to rest. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that it's true, that there really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. Doors of opportunity that God expects to be walked through by us. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, walk through the doors that He's opened for me and you that we walk through into the awesome things that are awaiting me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 
That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you don't need a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. Come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all of you Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people out there to do. We invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month for many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that will help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29 verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There is no charge for the free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing work we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.